opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. So is there a silver lining to this whole coronavirus crisis? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the Mark Harrington Show with your radio activist, Mark Harrington. You can go to markharrington.org to find out more about our program and about Created Equal, the organization that I head up here in the Midwest. Well, you know, it's all-consuming. It's everything we're talking about. It's everything the nation is focused on, and that is, of course, the coronavirus and how that might affect us uh, as Americans, our economy, everything, politics, everything from from top to bottom is being affected by this entire uh, crisis called the coronavirus. And I'm going to be talking about it a little bit, but I'm going to exhort you folks, don't listen to me necessarily when it comes to the facts about the coronavirus. I'm going to give you my opinion on what I think is happening, what I think maybe you should consider doing, but it really comes down to it you got to find out for yourself. And my up front, I'm just going to tell you this. Turn off the TV. <laughs> turn off the TV. Don't listen to Fox News. Don't watch CNN or any of these other uh, mainstream broadcast mediums. I mean, it's just not helpful. Uh, there may be some nuggets of information in there that you're going to find helpful. But for the most part, that is not where you get your source of information. Uh, the other thing, of course, is the Internet. But the Internet, at least you're going to get a wide array of opinions, not just one side. The media is hyping this for sure. We may be heading into what they're talking about as far as this virus and how it might affect Americans. They may be right on that. But they are sensationalizing uh, much of it. And so you've got to be able to stay calm. Don't panic. Don't overreact. Take your time and methodically research the the issue for yourself. Uh, there are some decent websites out there. I'll suggest one to you. It's called Canoes, K-N-E-W-S. I'm sorry, K-N-E-W-Z dot com. Canoes, K-N-E-W-Z dot com or dot org and it, it it has some decent information coming from a wide array of sources uh some of it i think is a little bit out there most of it seems to be fairly accurate i suggest you go to that website i also suggest that you watch the uh trump press conferences every day if you really want to know what's going on and you want to hear from the horse's mouth uh, that is the federal government and those who President Trump has put together in this uh, committee, so to speak, uh, to deal with the coronavirus. Then you should watch the pre the Trump press conferences, which are every day, I think, around noon. Uh, those are very helpful as well. 
additionally, uh, in the state of Ohio, where I reside, I often or I have someone else watch the governor's press conference. Sometimes these take two hours, but they're getting lots of questions and you're actually hearing from the experts. Uh, what the government knows, we don't know. They're trying to pass it on as they receive it. Uh, this is a day-to-day -day thing with them. Just like you and I, we are trying to make our way through this uh, one step at a time, one piece of information at a time. But when it all boils down, it really comes to this. We are already seeing what looks like a national shutdown of the country. It's coming, folks. Now, what does that mean? That basically means that you're going to have to stay home. That's not new. <laughs> Just this week or, or earlier this week, everybody at Created Equal has been told to go home and work from home. Most companies are trying to implement that. Americans are staying home. That's a good thing. Do that. Please do that. Stay home. Whether the government calls it a shutdown or they call it a shelter in place, uh, that's been something we should have been doing uh, for weeks now because that truly can uh, at least blunt the spread of the virus. That means that the, the curve that they're talking about, they're trying to make it so it's, it's leveled like this. It's not spiked like that because if, if, the, if the outbreak and the, uh, the, the infections spike very fast like this, our healthcare system is not capable of, of coping with that or handling that. And that's their biggest issue. That is the biggest issue, is that they're going to get overrun by these uh, cases and they're going to be unable to handle the volume, which means they're going to tell people, people that need care, they won't be able to get the care. And that's why people are dying in Italy, frankly. That's why people are dying in other places of the country or, or world is because often they're just not getting the healthcare they need because the system is being overrun. So they're trying to level out that curve, if you will. And by doing that, that's why they're putting all these drastic measures into place uh, that, that they've been doing in the last several weeks and, and days. They're you know shutting down different portions of, of the uh, economy and other things. And that is to address the, the idea that this spreads uh, 10 times more, uh, uh, it's contagious, 10 times more contagious than the flu. And so they're trying to limit the amount of people that are gathering and together. And that's why they're telling people to stay home and limiting, trying to limit gatherings to 10 or less uh, people. And they're incrementally, as you can see, implementing these measures. So listen to them. Follow what they're doing. I'm going to, I'm cautioning you. Uh, this is not martial law. Uh, this is not a government takeover of the country. This is not a military rule. This is not any of that. This is them doing what they can to try to stem the panic and stem the virus itself. Is the government overreacting? Well, time will only tell, right? We'll look back at this in weeks or months or however long it takes. And we'll be able to evaluate whether they were right or whether they were wrong. Uh, some of the things seem to be a bit overdone, in my view. But who's to say? Who's to say right now? If it works and they blunt the curve and they keep it flat, then these measures uh, were effective. Uh, uh, so anyway, 
I'm exhorting you not to go to conspiracy theories, not to uh, hype or panic, overdo this, overreact. Just take it as it is. And that is there's a bad virus out there. It's going to infect people. And it is a dangerous virus. The government's doing and others are doing what they can. And just turn off the television set and go and find the information directly from the sources. That is the Trump press conference and your state press conferences. That's the best way to find it. And then maybe go to this website, canoes.com, K-N-E-W-S.com. So with that in mind, uh, we at Created Equal, like many other organizations and companies, are working from home. Uh, there is a silver lining, in my opinion, to all of this when it comes to the work that we do and the importance of protecting and defending the unborn. There is certainly a silver lining, and I want to talk about that. Uh, first of all, Created Equal, our, ourselves as an organization, uh, it, obviously it's not business as usual, but the work continues. Babies still are dying today in a, the country at abortion centers. And as long as children are dying and as long as abortionists are killing babies, the work of Created Equal and others in the pro-life movement has to continue. It does. Now, does that change things? Of course it does. Uh, we spend most of our effort, time, resources on college and high school campuses. Well, obviously, uh, what is it, two weeks ago now, they basically closed the campuses and went to a distance learning uh, method of continuing the education. So we, we are no longer going to the uh, high schools and colleges. Uh, it's affected other things, but that's the main thing. So what we're doing at Created Equal, uh, we're continuing to conduct outreach. Uh, this morning, for example, or at the abortion centers in our city, because the abortion centers are still open. And I'm going to be talking about that in a minute. We're also doing Operation Overpass. Operation Overpass is something that we're doing where we can educate the masses, even though there are fewer people on the road. We can still educate the masses and still follow the guidelines that we're being given as it relates to so-called social distancing. That is trying to keep a little distance between you and anybody else that might be out in public. So Operation Overpass reaching thousands of commuters and people on the road every single day, and clinic outreach. We are continuing to reach out, sidewalk counseling, reaching out to men and women who might be considering abortion at our abortion centers. Uh, those things we can do. And the other thing, of course, which you don't really need to know about, is we're just we're doing some things that we hadn't had time to do before, planning for uh, events and projects that are going to be coming online later this summer which we hope will not be affected by the coronavirus. So that includes like the Democrat National Convention, for example, which we're planning to go to in July. That includes our internship, which is still on, where we're going to be training uh, young people uh, in pro-life apologetics and in how to conduct outreach in the public square using abortion victim photography. So those things are still taking place here at Created Equal. I ask for you to be praying for us. If you're a supporter, a, a monthly or otherwise uh, financial supporter of Create Equal, don't stop giving to the organization. We need your financial support to continue operating. Uh, this is going to pass. We're going to get through this. But certainly organizations like ours are going to see a dip 
in their donations. It's just going to happen. We realize that and we're making plans for that. But we're asking you, if you're a supporter of our organization, that you give financially, continue to give financially to us. And you can do that by going to P.O. Box. You can write a check to Create It Equal, P.O. Box 360-502. That's 360-502, Columbus, Ohio, 43236. Again, P.O. Box 360-502, Columbus, Ohio, 43236. Or you can go to createdequal.org and give electronically. Uh, we need to get, you know, we're going to weather the storm. We're going to weather the storm with you, our supporters. We're going to get through this and the work continues. And on that front as well, something that I, is very providential for us in several ways. First of all, all of our staff members raise personal support like a missionary. That means they have a support team and those support that support team tends to be loyal to the person they support. We don't pay salaries here. In other words, out of our general fund, we don't write checks for the salaries of the people that work for us. They raise their own financial support. And in that, we believe that those supporters of their support team are going to be devoted and dedicated supporters that are gonna to continue to give to them over time through this situation, through this emergency. So if you are a supporter of one of our team members, then we would exhort you to continue doing that. Also providentially, we were able to finish our justice ride uh, just uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was outreach on campuses in Florida. We were able to finish that off right before they uh, closed down, virtually closed down the colleges and high schools. So that was a good thing. Um, and, uh, you know, so there, there are a lot of things that have worked to our advantage. Now, Let's uh, let's deal with the silver lining. Uh, if you are a pro-life activist, anti-abortion activist like myself, an advocate for the pre-born, then you know we're looking, as we all are looking, what what is what is happening? What is God doing right now with the coronavirus to further the kingdom, to further His purposes on earth? I hope each one of us are considering that each day in our devotions, as we look to the word of God, what is God doing in my own life, in my own heart? What is he doing right now? Well, I hope for you, like me, he's stripping away a lot of the things that we have looked to and we have put confidence in and trust in, and he's basically pulling all that out from underneath us. Uh, whether he's doing it actively or passively or he's allowing it, doesn't really matter. We need to know that God is in charge. He is our source of, of uh, he is our provider and he is going to take care of us and looking to the world and the things we've relied on. Uh, uh, you know, he's just basically saying those things aren't going to sustain you anyway. And we know that. So we are entering a new normal, a reset, if you will, a reorganizing, a reordering of culture, economy, national politics, everything is is being reset in a way. Uh, and maybe that's going to be long-term, maybe it's only short-term, but we are seeing a change in the way that we go about our business uh, day in, day out in America. That is happening right before our eyes. Uh, whether that's permanent or not, I don't know. But certainly things are changing and they're changing quickly. I'm, I'm of the opinion that is one of the silver linings because what was normal before in America wasn't good either. 
Think about it. Even though we were living in a very prosperous time, uh, probably like the world has never seen, in an economy where people were, you know, fully employed, making good money, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that we have acquired materially and all those things are not necessarily a bad thing. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. But those things are temporary. And if we put our trust in those things, those things are being taken away right now, or they could be. And so God is saying, listen, if you put your trust in those things, those things can become an idol. If they become an idol, they're a false god. I'm going to take down that idol. And that leaves you with me. Now, we should always be looking to him without being distracted by these other things. But that's what Satan does. And so the new normal is in some ways possibly better when it all comes uh, out in the end than the old normal, because the old normal wasn't good either. Look where the country was headed. Look at what was going on when it came to, comes to the issues of abortion or the, uh, the uh, homosexuality agenda. Many fronts we were just seeing, we were moving at light speed uh, in this moral decay that was occurring. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be stopped or arrested by all of this, but it certainly puts all of that on a lower playing field, doesn't it? It deprioritizes those things to anyone. Those things don't matter anymore. Look at the presidential campaign. We're not talking about these social issues, really. We're talking about the coronavirus. Uh, I'm not sure that's such a bad, bad thing. So, one of the big uh, uh, silver linings when it comes to the pro-life issue is this idea that the abortion centers, just like all other parts of culture, are being affected. And they're being affected in, from our perspective, obviously, in a positive way. That means that babies are going to live that otherwise would die because of the coronavirus. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing to bring this on the country. I'm not trying to hijack the coronavirus from our own personal, you know, political agenda. That's not what this is about. I'm just trying to tell you that God is going to use this to save lives. And he promises to do that, that all things work for his good according to those who, uh, and according to his purposes for those who love God and love, uh, uh, and, and live according to his purpose. So I don't remember the verse exactly, but the idea that God uses things for his own glory. And in this case, particularly, the abortion centers are, uh, are, are in trouble. How do I know this? Uh, well, because yesterday during the Trump uh, coronavirus press conference, government officials asked that healthcare providers cease performing elective medical procedures. Uh, this is obviously, or at least it should uh, include abortion uh, centers and those who kill babies. The question is, will it? They, In other words, the government is saying they're not mandating and they're not putting it in a law or anything like that, but they're saying if you are a healthcare provider and you provide elective medical procedures and surgeries, we are saying suspend those, postpone those, in order for you to facilitate the treatment and care of coronavirus victims. And so basically across the board, you are seeing healthcare providers comply with that, uh, that directive, except for one department, unfortunately, right now. And that is the abortion clinics. 
Now, you might think, well, where's the silver lining there? Let me read further. Uh, there's an article in the Huffington Post, and if Mr. Producer, if you would put that up on the um, screen, the Huffington Post being brutally honest, talking about how the coronavirus is affecting the abortion industry, uh, basically uh, gets a, there's a quote from um, one of those, one of the so-called leaders of the abortion uh, uh, cartel. And she says this, this is from the article, the Huffington Post on the coronavirus uh, situation, how it affects them. And she says, quote, if a provider gets sick, and they're talking about an abortionist there, if, an, if a provider gets sick, that's one fewer person to provide care. Now, if it weren't the abortion industry that we're talking about, we'd think, oh, that's a bad thing because it's true that healthcare providers are more vulnerable than others because they're coming in contact with the coronavirus. That would be a bad thing if it weren't for talking about abortion, right? But it's a good thing if we're talking about abortion that these abortionists, when they talk about a provider, when they get sick, and of course, we don't want anyone to die from this necessarily, but when they get sick, that's one less person to provide care. In other words, because there are so few abortionists out there killing babies, some of these abortion centers are going to have to shut down, at least temporarily, because they won't have an abortionist. This is coming from the very Reverend Catherine Hancock Ragsdale. Now, there's a name for you. The very Reverend. It's not bad enough that she's a Reverend and she supports abortion. She's a very Reverend. And she's also the president of the National Abortion Federation. She goes on to say, quote, one or two people unable to show up can make the difference between a cl clinic being open to function or not. Now, she's not just talking about abortionists. She's talking about all the workers there. Uh, if there is a, a widespread sickness of coronavirus, it's going to affect the abortion centers. And the abortion center is going to shut down. Because the abortion center shut down, guess what? Women aren't going to have some of uh, their abortions. They're just not. And, and children are going to live today. They're going to be born today and through this period of time because these abortion centers are going to be losing uh, workers. And, and, and that's our hope, of course. She goes on to say, we worry that all healthcare resources are being channeled to non-elective procedures. And abortion tends to be classified as an elective procedure. Now, this gets to the crux of the matter, does it not? And that is that abortion, rightfully, well, really wrongfully, abortion's murder. It's not an elective medical procedure. It's just the brutal decapitation, disemboweling, and uh, the killing of an unborn baby. It's not healthcare. It's not uh, an elective medical procedure. But for the sake of this discussion, Let's consider it that, that it's an elective medical procedure, and it is considered generally that in the healthcare industry. The idea here that they are, because these are non-elective, uh, that, that elective procedures are supposed to be uh, postponed, that the government is basically saying to the healthcare industry that these elective procedures should not happen. Uh, and because of that, they're saying that you should shut down and allow all the resources of the healthcare industry to be devoted to the coronavirus, to be fighting it. Unfortunately, from what I can tell right now, we're right now trying to find out uh, which and how many abortion centers are remaining open. I'm sure many of them are uh, because here's the thing. They're not healthcare. 
If they were healthcare, they would shut down just like the others, just like the dentist or just like anyone else you would go to for an elective medical procedure. But because they're not healthcare and we treat them differently than healthcare providers, even though they want to be supposedly treated that way, they're remaining open. And that's a problem if they do. And so we are now uh, getting information together to find out whether this is true or not. We think it is. And the bottom line is the government is from from Mike DeWine, from our governor, from the national government is basically telling the American people and the healthcare industry, if you are involved in elective medical procedures, you need to cease those, postpone those and devote those resources to fighting the coronavirus. My guess is they're not going to do it because they don't care about the coronavirus. They only care about killing babies and making sure women can kill them, too. This shows the double standard that we see in uh, in culture, that we treat abortion differently than anything else, and we're continuing to do that. However, we're going to give you more information on this. Keep keep following our Facebook page, and uh, we'll be giving you more information about this uh, new development. So there is a coronavirus silver lining happening, and that is that baby's going to be saved because of this crisis across America. Uh, tune in next time. We'll see you. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. And remember America, especially now, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.